didn't notice she said it at first she was like um oh yeah that's about how much i need to lose and i didn't process it and i was just like yeah and then i went into the next thing i was saying and i literally just said yeah to her saying i need to lose 30 pounds and i didn't realize it and that i did it until like two minutes later and i was like i am the biggest prick to ever live because i don't think that and i felt like an asshole i hope she didn't like process it in that way but i was like too stressed to address it I don't you just know. said, yeah, that's a start. Yeah, like, <laughs> I just oh, like, no. I felt, I felt so bad. Like, honestly, uh, I'm, it's going to haunt me for the rest of my life. <laughs> M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G, morning, morning, let's go. Good morning, it's the morning after with Sam, Quinn, not Quinn, it's Molly and Harish. And I am drinking Malibu and don't know what I'm saying. And that's our morning after song. Uh, welcome to Tipsy Terror. This is the morning after for Videodrome, and this is where we uh, reevaluate the movie that we watched in the last episode. Now that we're not drunk anymore. Um, yeah. And my name's Harish. I'm Samantha. I'm Molly, and uh, we have a very special guest again here with us. My name's Adam. all right (laughs) and that's how he chose to present himself um we'll fix it in post (laughs) you may uh remember him from our last episode the video drum episode which is what this is the morning after for i I listened to it yesterday oh yeah i didn't know it was posted so we we were (laughs) i'm so sorry we were harish and i have been out of town and i'd like to formally apologize for our lateness and uh my lack of posting on some stuff uh because yeah (laughs) that's on us sorry while we're apologizing i want to apologize for my shenanigans on the recording of the um video drum episode I was drunker than I thought I was, <laughs> and I was very loud, <laughs> and for that, and not just loud vocally, loud in content and spirit. You really had a journey life. during that. It was a lot. Well, I apologize. It was, your, it was your first time, so you had a lot to go through. It was your first drone. First okay. drone. Well, <laughs> it's just, it's not, it wasn't the vibe of the movie, and I apologize. <laughs> for being a bitch well i did want to ask you since it was your first time watching do you still feel the same way as you did this movie rocks yeah it's awesome thank god it's like one of the only movies i can think about yeah (laughs) now you see why after we watched it every time we recorded a podcast i was like yeah video (laughs) drill i also i got really hooked on that band yeah they're great with that song it was really cool yeah no this movie slaps (laughs) uh Adam? I, I never stop thinking about video <laughs> You know, I don't really have religion in my life currently. So, so it's I think James I've replaced Woods God chussy? with video drums. <laughs> video drums in my chussy and in my heart and in my mind. Where it belongs. As it should be. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think I've made my feelings known. <laughs> I don't feel like I have much more to say about how much I love this movie. Yeah, I feel the same way. Like, it's just as good as the first time I watched it. Do you I still, still agree f- agree with your 9.5 that you gave it? Yeah. yeah Gage, fuck off. <laughs> 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 Harish. The rating purist. <laughs> no, he's not. Go back and listen to some of our episodes. <laughs> Are you kidding? Yeah. Just yeah. 
Hearing uh, you say that is I'm, what all a my ratings movie. are completely arbitrary. I I know, and that's why I'm irritated <laughs> that this movie isn't on our top shelf movies because it should be. It's awesome. In my mind, it is. <laughs> as much of a um, this is a society movie as this is, I would really like to see. And this is kind of complicated. I was thinking about this. As much as I would love to see this movie be remade for like now, mm-hmm. I also don't <laughs> think it's one of those movies that like should be remade because it's like perfect the way it is. Yeah. 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 It doesn't really need touched. Yeah. But it'd be interesting to see like what the fuck are they going to come up with? Well, exactly. streaming drone. <laughs> come watch streaming drone. No, nobody's going <laughs> to. <laughs> what um, if Netflix was in your mind? And also no. just like, oh the, like we talked about in the episode, like the content on it is like accessible now. Yeah. So it's like, well, where's the pool, you know? Modern video drum is just Black Mirror the whole show. <laughs> uh. Oh wow! Actually, you can yeah. right. <laughs> kind of, yeah. That's the angle they're going for there. Um, something I wanted to talk about was there's this quote from the movie. Uh, right after, uh, what's James Wood's character's name? Max Wren. Max. Right after Barry Convex puts um that helmet on Max, you know, <laughs> yeah. the weird one, and then he like leaves the room, he says, I just can't cope with the freaky stuff as he's <laughs> leaving. And I wrote it down while we were watching it because I was like but I then I forgot to talk about it in the yeah. episode. But I just think that's such an interesting like just line for him to casually drop as he's walking out because it's like, dude, you're like in charge of you're like that, part of the freaky stuff. That's an amazing dating app bio. <laughs> <laughs> if you're super vanilla. I'm yeah, just I just can't, can't cope with the freaky stuff. <laughs> but yeah, I I mean, he never watched it. Yeah. You know? he, and he doesn't like people who do. Yeah. So I guess, guess it makes sense. But like, dude, you're the architect of the freakiness. Yeah. Like, right. So I just thought, I don't know. That's interesting. I don't really know like how to read into it, but I was just kind of like... <laughs> It's like he's not dealing with the chaos that he's like putting into other people, you know, because he's like he it's something that he can't do. The, you the know? you know what that makes me think of? What televangelists? <laughs> oh my god! Whoa. Yeah, he you might have something. <laughs> the way it's read, though, it seems like such a throwaway line. I know. Right. He's like yeah. literally. He's like, I gotta. Like, he's like walking. Out, he's like, I just can't cope with the freaky stuff, and walks out. And he's like, what? <laughs> but yeah, like the upon second watch, I was like. um Excuse me, Barry yeah. Convex. Uh, I mean, you. kink shame. <laughs> that kind of does make sense because, like, I feel like people in power just have a separate standard for themselves and for everyone else. That's true. It's, no, you're right. You know, I thought so. that there had to be some kind of reading about people in power. I'm just not smart enough to yeah. come up with it. Yeah, but um. Yeah, he agreed with that. What <laughs> was very, no. Like, it's kind of class centric movie if you like break it down because you have all the poor people, yeah, right, like, watching yes, the TV, and then true. like the kind of average working people, and then the higher ups who are like in control of everything. Yeah, and it's so hard to tell, like the structure of power right. among the high up people. This is like Barry Convex is in control, but Max Oblivion was there too, and like he yeah. was doing stuff. Real confusing. Oblivion. Was he just the and nerd? then there's the guy who um, Max Rand's friend who shows him video drum for the first time. Harlan, part of it. Uh, Harlan, my yeah. favorite character. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> no, he says Patron. Ah, uh, Patron. Patron. <laughs> um, uh, I just had the question: What was the point of that whole scene with? the thing that he puts on his head i don't know because was that just another part of the transition i think they were just 
this is I, I don't remember a lot of the details of what happened afterwards but like i think that it might have just been more of a trick to get him more into it Maureen. because like nothing comes of the footage that they well, like he does take. he wakes up in his own bed and then he calls uh yeah Arlen over and then that's when they go and reveal that videodrome is all fake yeah. or whatever well but they like but like still nothing comes of like the helmet thing yeah who cares <laughs> it's big right you know it looked like maybe, something like a star wars reject yeah. uh maybe that's like uh them using the girl to like get him more yeah into they did it mention later like that. that she they, they were just using her image so yeah, yeah. it could have just been more convincing for him and it could have they could have just been doing a like data study you know like, <laughs> this it, was it, just it, genuinely yeah, like, <laughs> there was no sinister like act behind <laughs> no, it they were just genuinely just trying like, to yeah, see we, we need these readings <laughs> right. corporate needs these uh numbers i also have a quote from this movie i want to bring up mm. do you think god stays in heaven because he too <laughs> lives in fear of what he's created wait a excuse minute excuse me i think that's from spy kids 2 <laughs> featuring <laughs> steve buscemi <laughs> I hate that I knew that immediately. <laughs> That's the best movie quote of all time from Spy Kids 2. But it does fit but it perfectly. could have been in Videodrome. Been. <laughs> do you know what's crazy? Is like literally the second you said, do you think? Yeah, I was like, I know exactly where she's going. <laughs> I, I think we should start a new segment where we just pull movie quotes from other movies that we see that could have been in Videodrome. <laughs> that would be great. We're going to need a bigger headset. <laughs> <laughs> for oh the gosh. brain scan i want to watch this movie again i told myself i was gonna watch it again not drunk and then i didn't but i want to watch it again you got time i got all the time in the world yeah it's already in your brain dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of touched on the practical effects mm-hmm. um but i did want to talk about that again just because the practical effects in this like are definitely like they're so good but uh, i think um like uh with modern like cg and stuff the goal is like to make it look realistic Mm -hmm. but when you compare compare like cg versus the effects in this movie like this definitely looks less realistic but it also it feels more real like it feels like it's more in the scene you know so you you get a stronger connection yeah i hate that fake cgi shit me too what has it done for us nothing i work name three movies that are like mostly cgi that are anything robert zemeckis has made oh that are good that are really good that are really good i mean i i think cgi can like scott pilgrim versus the world yeah that's a really good use of I also CGI. like like Finch's u- Fincher, David Fincher, Fincher, yeah. Fincher's util- you know what's funny is he's like literally like my favorite director and I never remember his <laughs> name correctly. Um David Finch. Uh, oh my but God. like his use of CGI is like he's his is like the realistic stuff, but it's on weird shit. Like oh, blood yeah. or um like in Girl with a Dragon Tattoo, Rooney Mara, like at one point is like on a motorcycle without a helmet on and they cg'd her CG head her face yeah. onto yeah. it and let the stunt person have their helmet on and stuff <laughs> so it's like he uses it in like very odd senses and i like that right. yeah but that's a little editing things you know yeah like, that's a little but like all yeah. completely see yeah nothing comes to mind i saw just on your shelf annihilation oh that's actually a really really good one all of those effects mm-hmm. were made with play-doh <laughs> 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 wow. everyone knows that 
great. Um, but yeah, I'm a slut for practical. But movies like that, it doesn't bother me as much. Mm-hmm. I would say like kind of like in the Alien like remake, like the recent Alien movies, like Alien Covenant. Yeah. Whatever, like all like the kind of landscaping CGI that doesn't bother me because it's not yeah. supposed to look real. 100%. You put a CGI deer in a movie like uh, Three Billboards. <laughs> oh my god. Why? That just infuriates you me. You could have just gotten a deer. Like, probably for much cheaper. Just abuse one deer. People are shooting them every day. <laughs> you know, just like throw one on set. For Come what on, they I... used it for, you literally could just put a deer out yeah. there right, and yeah. get that exact shot. <laughs> one animal was harmed in the making of this film. <laughs> yeah. I, it's fine, alright? Like, it's better for the rest of us. Um, <laughs> oh my god. But I will say, um, like I said, I'm a slut for practical, but... Um, the pictures that Tipsy Tara retweeted um, of the behind the scenes with Cronenberg yeah. with, with his head, that was like creepy to look at because Cronenberg has his hand inside of James <laughs> Wood's chessy. <laughs> but it's like, I, I don't know why, but it didn't click in my mind like it was how like real. it was like really like actually like on him and you could insert <laughs> yeah. your hand you know i thought like there was probably steps to it but no his hand was just in it and it's so flat on his stomach i'm yeah. like they did such a good fucking job yeah. with that because those, those pictures freaked me out more than the movie did can you imagine having like a wallet that looks like that <laughs> <laughs> let me pull out my credit card <laughs> okay uh. buffalo bill <laughs> <laughs> mm, skin <laughs> <laughs> Is that how he talks? <laughs> yes, that was a perfect <laughs> impression. A minute, so. My favorite fact about that movie is that um, for that up close nipple shot, they used a prosthetic nipple. Oh, really? Yep. I didn't know. That's my favorite film fact. <laughs> Why would you use a prosthetic? Because it's pierced. Because he doesn't want to. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I guess. Come on. Sacrifice enough. for your art. <laughs> Everybody should get their nipples pierced. Um, speaking of Girl with a Dragon Tattoo, Rooney Mara pierced her nipple for that movie. Good for her. She had like a ton of like about Hell half yeah. uh, half of her piercings that she had in that movie were fake. But then the other half, she just went and got like mass amount of piercings. But some of them she was like, no, I won't do that one. But for some reason, she was like, hell yeah, nipple ring. Dude. I understand. Um, Hell yeah. But she, uh, I think it was like her eyebrows she didn't pierce and stuff like that. But that's another nipple fact. <laughs> Sometimes I think about getting my eyebrow pierced. And I'm like, oh God, no. <laughs> you see it and you're like, I think I could do that. And then you're like, I'm not And then good. I realize what I really look like, you know, and I'm like, oh. The more piercings oof, you get, oof, the oof. higher likelihood that you'll get to bang Daniel Craig. Oh. That, that's, that's okay, so I need to head over yeah. to uh, Evolved. Uh, if, she looked, if she had no piercings, I don't think he would have been into her. I don't either. That's the plot of the girl with I the dragon tattoo. I forgot Daniel Craig was in that movie. <laughs> He's Mikko Blomfist. Is that his name? <laughs> That's his character name, yeah. Oh, wow. I read the first two books. And I couldn't make it through the third because he, like, died. And oh, then they kind of, like, me pieced it together. Uh, so it's kind of weak. But the first two are great. Maybe I'll give him a read. I've read the first one. It's It, it was pretty boring. <laughs> it's pretty Swedish. <laughs> it, well, yeah. It's, like, just boring for the most part. And then you get to the actual mystery. And then it's more interesting. But it's yeah. still, like, very dry. There's a lot of like bureaucracy going yeah. on. Not everything episode. can be the snowman, guys. No. <laughs> uh, now that we've you like, wanted to bring something. Hello, up Mr. While Policeman. We were talking about. Oh, it was, the, the it was the prosthetics. Oh, oh yeah. Kind of looking at like recent, like the recent trend in um, and it's not so recent anymore. But back in like the like mid to like 2010s, where like it was all about like fake 3D blood. 
I hate that shit. It looks so bad. But that's why I really kind of value practical effects. Because yeah. even though, like, kind of exactly what you said, it's more realistic to, like, how it is on film. Right. Even if it doesn't look, like, real body parts or real yeah. guts. Yeah. You actually, like, feel like that's a part of the scene, you know? Exactly. Whereas if it were all CG, it, it there's just, like, a slight weight difference that you can tell. And there's that appreciation of, like, us kind of, like, knowing that people put a lot of work into the effect. Right. And it's, like, the Friday the 13th arrow through the neck effect gives me that same feeling. Because even though it looks kind of like, oh, like, you can tell it's a fake neck. When, like, (laughs) Kevin Bacon gets the arrow through it. It's so cool, like, kind of knowing about how they did that. Right. That, like, gives you, like, the same joy as, like, anything. I don't know. The TV exploding with all the guts. That's amazing. (laughs) It's just, like, great. Such... I don't want to say iconic because I don't know if anything like came from that, but like just like electronics, like having body parts and just like oozing. Oh, that's great. You know, like I agree. That, yeah. that's an aesthetic, you know, let, 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 <laughs> let's work that into something. You Hell know? yeah, yeah. Dude. Get our iPhones to bleed. <laughs> <laughs> that's a challenge. Yeah. Did you guys realize that we didn't say there was a villain in Videodrome? We collectively agreed not. Yeah. 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 Why? Because I think we were a little too drunk to The hit. villain? Who's the villain? Is Very convict. Videodrome? Videodrome, the organization. Thing or the organization? Probably the organization. I don't know. I feel like we were just like, it's too complicated to. <laughs> I guess. Do but you want to? Well, it's do just that? like we did the signal in Pawnee Pool, and I feel like it's really up there with that. But is it not? Do you not think so? I mean, well, I don't agree with the. Yeah. Other two. So, like, personally, I'm going to say there's no villain. But if you guys want to put something on your villain ranking, I'm feeling lazy. Well, this is also like, it's not like a traditional, like, horror movie where there is someone. It's a big conspiracy. It's more, yeah, it's a conspiracy. And I don't know. Like, is Barry Convex the villain or Harlan or Videodrome the signal, the video? And is Max Ren our hero? Yeah. (laughs) Because he's a bad dude. Yeah, he sucks. (laughs) He sucks hard. Yeah, Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. Obviously, Debbie Harry's the hero. Obviously. Duh. Was she ever real? Yeah. I think so. She was on TV. She had a radio show. She she? had a radio show. Where where she she said lover. But... We're led to believe that he had been <gasps> exposed to Videodrome a long time oh. before he actually saw it for the first time. That's an interesting conspiracy. Oh, my God. Uh, I, I don't... So, well, doesn't buy follow it. me here. <laughs> if Debbie Harry's character isn't actually real, then Blondie exists in the Videodrome universe. all right adam we'll give you 13 minutes to go set up a little murder board in that corner adam just aggressively like looked around at all three of our blank faces if you listen closely the tide is high and is playing in the background of one scene oh i would love that down and reverse i just want to believe that i know it's not true I believe that Debbie Harry's character exists and Blondie exists within the universe. (laughs) All right. It's one of those. Yeah, because she has brown hair in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) She's not blonde. She's not blonde. She can't be Blondie. Amazing. Um, Yeah. I I mean, uh, I guess I did write down why does this... 
like wh- why is this movie still relevant in the sense that like i i think um i wanted to talk about just is this like like a connection with technology is that just something that is natural um to just the way humans work and that's why we still relate to this movie in the modern day or is it because like could could you make this movie about the printing press yeah. or something like that i mean there were the luddites back in the day that were yeah. smashing all the textile equipment you know about them it was a group of like industrial revolution like literally like industrial revolutionaries right. that like hated technology and were literally smashing factory parts so they like they're like they're stealing our job and like this is in the whatever century you know yeah and uh so i think man has always feared technology and technology is always going to be relevant no matter what its form is whether it's video or streaming yeah <laughs> or printing press <laughs> i would love a printing press movie oh right my God. <laughs> printing press horror what oh. if it just starts printing like really horrible things that end up coming <laughs> true oh that's a movie. Write it down. <laughs> it's like Say Cheese and Die, but like with the printing press. I love that. That's the best Charles Stein book. Because it's scary. Uh, no, it's not the best one, but it's pretty good. There's some good. He's got some bangers. The he's best one is the one with the headless yeah. ghost. Everyone knows that. I don't remember which one it's called. I like the one about the cuckoo clock where um it makes them turn into like like their younger versions of themselves and they have to like go back and find the cuckoo clock. Oh, I don't think I read that one. The haunted mask is great. Cause just cause oh. I, don't, I don't want anything on my face. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. That's there. true. Like, that's true. I'll that one off good. my face. The one where they like kept the monster locked up in the attic or something. <laughs> I really liked that one. Do you ever read the summer camp one where all the kids had to watch that like big smelly grape <laughs> and then you read it and you realize, Oh my God, maybe I'm the grape and you had a breakdown. <laughs> Nope, no, can't relate, Molly. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know what that was. <laughs> I don't know what that was. I don't know what that was. <laughs> oh my god! Community reference for everyone. All right. Oh no. That's a deep cut. <laughs> should we uh, should we wrap her up? Sure. Well, I I'm a peanut bar. I'm here to say <laughs> your check will arrive on another day. I just want to say I wasn't much of a Goosebumps kid, and I was a fan of the Superior series Animorphs. Oh my oh. God! Yes, Animorphs are so good. I've Animorphs never read an Animorph in my life, and I'm Hell proud yeah. to say that it's great. Me neither. Uh, Boom! It's actually very relevant about like war and like going through PTSD. Like the end of the book, uh, the end of the series is like really deep. Well, Goosebumps is about spooky situations. Which one of them had a kick-ass kids TV and show teens. based off of it? Animorphs. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine an Animorphs TV show? There was. There was an Animorphs TV there show. Was? In like really? the 80s or yeah. 90s or something. Gotta 90s. watch that. That's dope. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so I guess that's the end of our video drama episode. Please watch this movie. It fucking rules. Hell it's a great yes. movie. We love it. Um, It'll change your life. Uh, so our next movie was our patron pick, 
which was is the movie Devil. Stop picking the worst options on our Patreon. From 2010. <laughs> I don't know. Is that the elevator movie? Yeah, yeah. it is. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it, but the this was my suggestion, neat. and I am not looking forward to. I don't know why I suggested it, but I don't want to watch. He literally this. was like, "I am dreading tonight," and I was like, "This was your choice." Uh, it's such a bad movie, but. Anyway, that's our next episode. Bye. Bye. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for having me. Bye. Bye.